Annyeong Chinggu, K-Drama Bolle. Hello, welcome to the Annyeong Chinggu podcast, where we talk about all things K-Drama. This is your host, Chun Sa-Anni, your resident K-Drama sister. Join me as I ramble and gush on the K-Dramas that I'm currently binge-watching. Welcome back to the Annyeong Chinggu podcast. This is your host, Chun Sa-Anni. How's everybody? On this episode of our podcast, we will be talking about this new K-Drama in that has been making a lot of buzz on its opening week. Now, this K-drama that I'm talking about is actually one of JTBC's 10th year anniversary K-drama offerings that is also premiered and streamed over on Netflix. This K-drama that we will be reviewing for this edition of the Annyeong Chinggu podcast is none other than Law School. Woo! Alright, so in case you haven't heard of it yet, Law School is a new K-drama that is premiered every Wednesdays and Thursday over at Netflix as well as on JTBC. Now this K-drama has been generating a lot of buzz because of its plot as well as its characters. If you don't know what Law School is, it is actually a legal trauma. Now I actually learned about um, this series, Law School, last year when I was googling about Yu Heyoung. Um, I already forgot why, but probably from the Reply 1988 cast reunion. Um, I was basically just uh, looking to see how everyone is doing um, from the cast or what they were up to, what's in their filmography, what are their upcoming shows etc etc and when i visited uh yu heyoung or songbora from reply 1988 i saw that she will be starring in a new k-drama called law school and i immediately searched it up and around that time i think maybe december or something i also learned that kim bum was joining the cast and actually, I first saw Kim Bum um, on Boys Over Flowers. And the last time that I watched him was from The Winter That Wind Blows, yes. Um, I didn't actually watch him on The Tale of the Nine Tailed because I kind of skipped that show. But yeah, this is basically the first K-drama that I will be watching from Kim Bum as well as uh, Yu Heung because she hasn't been in a lot of K dramas after Reply 1988. And then upon learning about the cast, like Kim Bum, Yu Heung, and we also have that parasite, Atuma, <laughs> the maid, um, which is Yi Chung Eun, um, who is also joining the cast for Law School. Uh, now, Law School took over the previous time slot occupied by Sisyphus the Myth. Since I'm already excited about the cast, I then began reading the working synopsis over at my drama list. I was already very excited about it because the hook really gave me how to get away with murder vibes. And I really, really loved how to get away with murder, especially during its first two to three seasons. Back in college, I would always watch it every week, like no fail. Um, but anyway, for those of you who don't know what law school is all about, it's basically about an incident that occurs at a prestigious law school. And we have here 
the infamous criminal law professor and former elite prosecutor, Yang Jong-hun, who is also known as Yang Kertes, um, among his among his students, um, because of his strict and scary classes following the Socratic method. And we also follow in this story Han Jun-hui, a first-year law student who graduated, uh, who is at the top of his class. And we also have Kang Seol, another first-year law student who overcame childhood poverty. And we also have Kim Eun-suk, a civil law professor who was once the head of the law school's free legal clinic. Basically, the logline is, a professor at a prestigious law school and his students get involved in an unprecedented case. That's about what it's basically all about. Uh, now, in case you don't know, despite the abundance of legal dramas in Korea, this is only the first ever law school-based K-drama, and they aptly named it Law School. <laughs> this is actually a great opportunity to take into a peek on what legal education looks like in Korea, which, by the way, is uh, marred with a lot of problems in their nation, uh, a lot of criticisms regarding the legal legal education in Korea. I, I kind of low-key wish they'd do a med school version of this kind of series, but anyway, if you're gonna watch Law School, I would like to just remind you that in every country, there are different laws and treatments to criminal offenses, so that's one thing you must keep in mind if you're gonna plan to watch this show. Now, aside from the main characters that I've mentioned, which were Kim Myung-min as Yang Jong-hoon, Kim Bom as Han Joo-hee, Yoo Hye-young as Kang Sol-ae, and Lee Jung-un as Kim Eun-suk, we also have here a very, very stellar set of other supporting casts. We have here a very, very wonderful roster of talented young actors, which very much excited me because I've actually watched almost everyone on the main cast. Um, the only person I haven't seen yet is Kim Young-min, which is basically our lead um, character in this K-drama. But um, let me just go through the Hankook University law students. Um, we have Lee Soo-kyung as Kang Sol-bi. She's like this straight A perfectionist type of student here. I actually first uh, watched Lee Soo-kyung from Reply 1988. Um, she's actually the girlfriend of Noel in that series. The one Song Dok-sun fights with um, on the show. And she was also in Where Stars Land as one of the airport security persons. That's where I first saw her. And we also have David Lee as So Ji-ho. I first watched him at Itaewon class. So he was in Itaewon class. So he was actually the one who does the stock market stuff or investing stuff with uh, Park So Jun's character. And we also have my girl Ko Yun Jung as Chun Ye Seul. So this is one of my latest girl crushes from last year. Um, I first saw her at Sweet Home. Um, she was the nurse there uh, who has a crossbow as her weapon, if I remember correctly. And we also have Hyun Woo as Yoo Sung Tae, Lee Kang Ji, and Kim Min Sok. 
For the law school faculty, we also have An Ne Sang, So Byung Joo. So he's basically in every K drama lately. Like I'm, I've also seen him in Mouse. And then Kil Hyeon as Din Odungi, whom I last seen in Beyond Evil, also here. And Woo Hyun, who was also in Sweet Home, and My ID's Gangnam Beauty, is also here. Basically, just a lot of people whom I know in this cast, which is probably why I really gravitated into watching it. Aside from the very how to get away with murder plotline. Now that we've discussed a brief um, summary of the plot as well as the characters that we have for this show, let's head over to our short recap and review of the first two episodes. Alright, Law School is actually off to an interesting first week. Um, a lot of theories have already come up, but basically just mostly world building um, from the show. We're basically off to an intriguing start. Uh, we opened the show with a mock trial from um, at the law school. And it seems that we're going to be, uh, from the two episodes that we have, uh, we will be splitting into three different timelines. If I remember correctly, it's going to be 2008, March 2020, and October 2020. Now, uh, I won't be revealing much about the plot uh, or what transpired on the first two episodes, but basically what happened was um, the professor, uh, Professor Yang, was arrested. Okay, so basically what happened in the first two episodes was there was a murder and Professor Yang, our lead, was arrested for his murder and by the end of the episode 2 we have a new suspect which was Kim Boom's character so that's very much the gist of it and we also have there some side cases aside from the murder which includes um, the rape case as well as the hit and run case which both involves Professor Saw, the deceased professor or the murdered professor from law school. Now, the case in itself is actually interesting. Um, it's very new in the K-drama scene, not much with the Western setup. It very much gave me, initially, the how to get away with murder vibes, especially with how Professor Yang taught the class. Very Annalise Keating, but it eventually, that impression eventually fizzled out because it's just a completely different drama from how to get away with murder i'd say it's less darker and lighter or maybe how to get away with murder was just darker and heavier compared to law school that's what i can say but initial thoughts mm, i'd say with the multiple timelines that we have in the show a lot of people are finding it a bit disjointed most people were confused with the timeline but it wasn't that confusing i'd say but yes, it is a bit disjointed. Like, you couldn't really differentiate which timeline you are anymore <laughs> because there wasn't really much difference in the color grading. Probably if you missed the label or if you didn't see uh, the caption at the bottom of the video or the drama, you wouldn't realize that you're actually not in the same timeline anymore. 
So that's that. And then a lot of people were confused with the legal jargon, but personally, the jargons were fine. Um, it wasn't anything that deep yet to follow. Basically, just a lot of flashbacks. Since we're just setting up the scene for the whole um, drama and we're still doing some world building over here, but I hope we get through the bottom of the flashbacks by next week. Um, because that would be confusing if we're gonna do if we're gonna keep doing the flashbacks every episode. I mean, it could work, but I hope they do pull it out if they're gonna plan to do that. It's interesting the camera shots that they use for the show. Um, uh, it was a bit interesting. Like the Dutch angles that were used, the close-up shots. But I understand because um, that's the scenes using those shots wants to portray or give off a sense of unease and disorientation. Which was totally understandable because they want to convey the scene in the perspective of the law students, if you know what I mean. Um, because some parts were just really realistic, you know. Not that I'm a law student, but... From my observation and the stories of other people, it was basically, uh, law school was basically set like that, the, the classes. Especially the scene where <laughs> Kang Sol A, uh, Yu Hye Young's character, was questioned during the class uh, and she just ran out to vomit. I mean, maybe that could be an exaggeration, but the feeling or the look that she was giving off was basically how most law school students would probably react or would probably feel like uh, during recitation <laughs> basically just not a lot of people were a fan of how some scenes were shot um, as well as with the cin cinematography because some were saying that they were dizzy <laughs> with the shots but personally I don't have that much issue with it it's fine for me the scoring though here <laughs> is a bit funny um, they keep on injecting this OST on some scenes and it just doesn't like that much if you know what i'm saying but their ost we are i don't know the title but it starts with we are and it really really sounds like sky castles we all lie ost like i literally almost got myself about two to three times blurting out we all lie every time that ost was played out it's just so it sounds so alike like I swear. I've also noticed since I was uh, since I'm watching Mouse right now and now law school, uh, there were some similarities with the case regarding the rape and the release of this um, criminal. I'd say so many K dramas are currently touching on the Chadusan case lately. Um, like literally, the two K dramas I'm watching right now have the same plot lines for the first for for the same episodes. Like um, I believe episodes. 10, 11, yeah, 10 and 11 from Mouse, and now episodes 1 and 2 from Law School have already touched on this Chadusan case. And I say this because the premise of the cases sound really, really the same. Like, okay, so for those who don't know Chadusan, he is actually this notorious um, criminal in Korea who was sentenced to 12 years in prison after his brutal rape of an eight-year-old girl and was released after 12 years and that caused a lot of uproar and criticisms on the justice system of Korea for being lenient to criminal sexual offenders so maybe and he was actually released just just last year so considering 
when the series were written like mouse and law school that's probably at the height of the chadoson case so maybe that's why they injected like a lot of themes from that case i heard sbs's taxi driver also touched on that case so it, it must really be a big thing in korea so what i could say about that case and its similarities to the um, k-dramas is first of course the offender is a man and the victim is a girl a child there's rape uh, or sexual offense short sentence and this one of the most commonly used excuses to lower the sentences in korea is actually alcohol in korea they have this thing called shinshin miyak wherein you cannot fault a person who was drunk um, for an offense they made because they weren't basically in their sound mind so a lot of sexual offenders are using that an excuse as an excuse to lower their sentences but you know what's bad about this is because this man was released 12 years after and he lives two streets away from his victim so what happened in korea was that the victim who managed to survive but was mentally and physically disabled so the victim's family had to leave the place because the sexual offender is coming back so that caused a lot of uproar from korea and then there's also the anklets um, so apparently in korea if you're a sexual offender and you're released after serving your sentence you get to you are still subject to observation by the korean national police and you are required to wear an anklet for tracking purposes for at least five years and there will be also random checks on you so that's basically the chadoson case i will not be elaborating on his case because it's i read it um online the case and i it was just too brutal to mention what he did here and I hope that there will be changes in the Korean legal system regarding the leniency of the uh, among sexual offenders, especially those who have assaulted young children, you know. Going back, can I just say I, I love their law school. Like the interior is so nice, so modern. Um, the mock courtroom, the classrooms, the library, the cafeteria, it was all so nice. And even the dorm, like, they showed the dorm there, but just the lobby already looks so nice as well. Mm, so, <laughs> yeah, that's that. I love their law school. Okay, one thing that I noticed about the show, I wish they focused more on the world building for the first two episodes, like introducing the characters and the episode just ending with murder. Um, and then on the next episode like the arrest of the professor but it all happened so fast like the opening was already the murder of the professor and then the ending of the first episode was the arrest of professor yang the lead and then like after that episode the next episode just dealt with um, 
how the professor spends his time in the in jail and him just being all quiet and just a lot of flashbacks you know and then by the end of the episode we get to see him pointing his fingers to Kimbom's character that he might have been the person who killed his own uncle so that's that I'd say that would have been my preference just more world building and more introduction to the other characters but maybe we'll get to there eventually I guess they really want to make the first episode stand out but I respect your decision to begin the episode with the murder that really throws off people and guarantees the audience to be hooked so I'll give them that and we'll see where it goes but judging with how the plot is going at the moment my concern is is this going to be the plot for the whole 16 episodes because if yes then I'm curious how they will be able to stretch it out but if not, I'm hoping that they will address it as soon as we can. There's probably a bigger case surrounding the murder of Professor Saw. And I'm quite excited to see how um, we can go in that direction. Like I said, not as dark and heavy as I expected it to be, a la how to get away with murder. Uh, but it definitely hooks you into it. It's just that... I found myself a bit underwhelmed, if that makes sense. I don't know, I didn't really have much expectations going to it, just that it has that how to get away with murder vibes. If I can remember, Beyond Evil just started a bit so-so with its plot, especially in the opening week. It was enough to hook you, but not that mind-blowing, if you know what I mean. So we'll see with Law School how they would execute the episodes. Also, can I say, I just found out if you scan the QR code to the petition in the drama, the one Kim Boom's character posted um, at the bulletin board, um, the QR code would actually direct you to the petition online and you would actually see the signatures of the characters and that period or small dot that Yu Hee Young's character placed. Now, my first impressions of everyone here. So, since it was my first time watching Kim Young Min, um, he sent me a good impression uh, I like his voice not sure if he's that stoic but I guess it fits its ca his character I liked his room or his house where he had a lot of puzzles Kimbom he was very different here I'd say a lot of the characters I've seen him in he's always like this playboy or bad boy ish type of person and here's just very smart and intellectual he basically um passed the second round of bar exams in korea like i don't know how that works yet um not that familiar with the korean legal education except that i know it's quite different from the philippines um yu hye young okay i was so so looking forward to her because i really loved sungbora's character in reply 1988 and it was just funny because in that show she was a lawyer and we didn't really get to see her become a law student but we did see her prepare to become a law student and it's funny because in here in law school we will be actually seeing her journey so that's fun except she isn't at all like Sungbura uh, and I like it about her like she basically has the same hairstyle but completely completely different from that character because first of all she's not that smart but she's a hard worker i would say uh if you know sombora is this very very smart person in the 1988 she's literally like the smartest person in the neighborhood um being admitted to seoul national university which is like the top university in korea and here she's just this 
um, sh- and here she's just failing her classes and was literally just admitted to the program for poverty scholarship or for poor student scholarship something like that and her personality is also completely different from Sombra like in reply 1988 um, if you know she would always always like scream or talk loudly and she was just so mean and sarcastic over at reply 1988 and here she's relatively calm like she still has that aura of chaos around her but this time she's just mostly dumbfounded and like glazed over so that's that there seems to be a lot of backstory regarding their characters um Kimbom and his uncle Yuheyong who actually has a twin like in episode 2 it was revealed that she has a twin and then the two students um Kang Sol B and Seo Ji Ho uh looks like they have something up their sleeves and then we have Colin Jung's character whom we see in the first episode looking like she has some bruises over her wrist and it seems like it's because of her boyfriend whom we still haven't seen yet but Um, it looks like she's avoiding her, uh, him. And then we have Hyunwoo, um, whose character I kind of like because he was a former med student and now a law student. It was interesting to see the Beyond Evil mom, Gilheyeon, here in law school as a dean and just a morally upright person because in Beyond Evil, she was basically one of the quote-unquote antagonists of the show <laughs> and then Anne Sang who's basically everywhere and okay it was kind of just weird for me Yi Chong Eun here is pregnant and okay so there were just some scenes that I kind of found weird first of all how is it that a former criminal got inside a classroom of a law school like how did they not see that or how did they allow that to happen and everyone was just basically staring at him and like doing nothing and then suddenly the professor uh, Lee Jung-un the parasite uh, star go suddenly goes on labor so that's that just threw me off a bit Now, law school definitely opened with a very interesting plotline and we also have a solid, solid cast and the supporting cast as well. Um, we have here a lot of talented K-drama actors and supporting actors. And given the opening week of the K-drama, it looks like we have this puzzle of a K-drama and a lot of case basically waiting to be solved. I hope it builds up into a better plotline. I'm looking forward to the next two episodes. Maybe by that time, I would have formed my final thoughts on the series. And they have probably set the tone for the drama. If you still can't make up your mind on whether you should stream or skip law school, here are some five reasons why I highly recommend you to watch the show. First, the setting. As I said earlier, this is the first law school-based K-drama in Korea. And for anyone else who loves illegal dramas like um, Vincenzo or Lawless Lawyer, um, etc, etc, you are definitely gonna love this. And personally, I think this one is more refreshing since it presents a different premise compared to other law or legal K-dramas. And through this series, we will be getting a glimpse of what law schools actually look like in Korea. What are the schools like? How are they teaching law? 
or how are the students coping up in their law studies basically it's just a perfect setting where you see um, how Korean law students uh, interact with their professors how they will tackle justice law as well as real-life crimes so definitely if you love anything legal drama and if you are and if you're curious about the law school setting in Korea, then law school is definitely a must watch for you. Second is, of course, the solid veteran actors. Now, there are a lot of respected veteran actors to look forward in this show, especially um, Kim Myung-min, who plays our Professor Kang, and of course, Parasite actress Lee Jung-un, who can basically pull off diverse characters and her law school character is distinctly different from everything we've seen so far. There's also Park Kyu-kwon, Sang, etc, etc. Just a lot of solid veteran cast here. And aside from the veteran cast, you also have rising stars in this show. Of course, law schools wouldn't be complete with their students. And here in law school, we have a lot of different, we have a diverse set of characters who are intelligent, gifted, and basically has some backstories that are yet to be explored. You've probably seen these talented and promising actors before. We have here Kimbom from Tale of the Nine-Tailed and Boys Over Flowers. This is your chance to see him play a role that is very different from what he has been doing so far. Um, also, we have here our favorite Anni from the Reply 1988 series. I don't know about you guys, but I love her. Our Sungbora, Yu Hyeyeong, who very much received a lot of love from her stoic but warm character in Reply 1988. We'll get to see a different side of her here. Um, even if she's playing a law student here and she was a lawyer and an aspiring lawyer in Reply 1988, even her hairstyle here is almost the same. There's a lot of differences between her role here in law school versus her role in Reply 1988. And it's interesting to watch her just portray her character in a very different light than we're used to seeing her as Sungbura. And of course, you also have here Lee Suk-kyung um, from her character in Where Stars Land. Lee David, um, who's giving off a completely different aura here compared to his character in Itaewon class where he was mostly bullied. Here he is a very, he's a very type A person here. Like compared to his character in Itaewon class, he's more dominant here. I'd say his personality. And of course we also have here um, actress Ko Yun Jung who catapulted into stardom from her role in Sweet Home as the nurse and of course who wouldn't want to see her and her beautiful face as well as her friendship with uh, Yoo Hye Young's character which is shaping up to be super super nice. Um, so that's that. Um, what have I said so far? Um, the law school setting, um, the actors, of course. We have to talk about the murder mystery, the plot of the show. If you like um, murder mysteries and shows tackling whodunit subjects, etc., etc., um, then you definitely also like law school. Figuring out who killed this person, what are their hidden agendas, what's the motivation behind the murder. And yeah, you'll definitely like this show. And finally, another reason why you should watch this is basically it's on Netflix. It's very much accessible to the general public. Um, well, relatively accessible if you have your Netflix subscription. Um, you're not going to have a hard time waiting for it. So yeah, 
Um, should you decide to watch this show, the schedule of streaming is every Wednesdays and Thursdays. The time slot is 9 o'clock KSD. So it's gonna premiere around 10 p.m. Um, and yeah, that's basically it for this episode. Relatively short compared to my previous ones, but I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you still haven't subscribed to the show, please do so. Kindly click the follow button on our Spotify channel, the Annyeong Chingu podcast. And I will be seeing you guys next time. This has been your host, Chan Sa Ni, signing out. Annyeong.